Hey love, Ashley Han here, online branding and marketing strategist, entrepreneur, author, and coach, and welcome to a brand new special exclusive series of my show called Female on Fire, where I am taking you behind the scenes for the next 11 weeks with 11 incredible, powerful, successful, sexy, radiant females on fire. From spine-tingling pain-to-power stories, raw and real girl talk, to actionable tools, frameworks, and strategies that you can use in your own life, it is my intention that as you listen to each of these episodes, you will feel a spark light up inside of you and walk away feeling on fire. And just like the women in these episodes, it is time to radiate your unique beautiful and powerful flame out into this world. Let's dive in. Yay! It's the first episode of my new series, Female on Fire, and I'm so, so excited to have you here. And you might be wondering, what exactly is a female on fire? Well, I will tell you. A female on fire is a woman who is fully expressed and fully activated in her sensuality, sexuality, intuition, magnetism of her divine feminine and her power, courage, decisiveness, and strength of her divine masculine. And she dances effortlessly between the graceful magnetic goddess and the powerful ambitious boss that she is. She's lit up from the inside out and she radiates that fire everywhere she goes from every aspect of her being. That, my friends, is a female on fire. So as I was deciding what I want to kick off this series with and like what I want to talk about with you ladies, well, I had, I was like, hmm, I started to brainstorm things and I was actually on the train and I just had these divine hits of inspiration and I'm really excited to share with you guys what I wrote out because I really want to make sure that I hit everything for you guys and there is a question that I ask every single woman that's coming on this series and that question is what is something that you used to hide mute or dim about yourself that you have reactivated and reigniting and reignited along your journey to becoming a female on fire. So when I sat with this, I was like, hmm, well, the biggest thing that came up for me is I hid my true self. I dimmed my true self. I was fake. And I was fake because I had a deep desire to be accepted and to fit in. So I muted my voice, I shut away my personality and who I really was, and I did this because I felt that my actual personality, who I really was, wasn't good enough. From moments growing up in my childhood, from junior high and high school, moments of rejection, bullying, I had made a decision that, well, I can't be myself. I've got to be someone else. I've got to copy how this woman is, how what this person says, how this person laughs. I can't be myself. And I was rejecting myself. And so in that, I was of course creating a loop, a self-fulfilling prophecy of because I was rejecting and, accept and not accepting who I really was, 
no one was accepting who I really was either. So I kept creating this vicious cycle, this loop of rejecting myself, getting rejected, not, not accepting myself, not getting, not feeling accepted. It was just, I was perpetuating this cycle because I was refusing to love myself. And I, I quite the opposite actually. I really did not like myself. I hated myself. I looked in the mirror and I hated who I saw. I wish that I could be like that woman, like that person, anyone but me. And the biggest activation that I've had on my journey was this, was this radical self-acceptance and self-love that had me finally accept who I really am. I had to do a lot of, of deep, deep uncomfortable work in order to face everything that I was denying, resisting, shoving down, shaming, in order to uncover and reignite the authentic, the real me. See, here's the thing, right? Is like we need to accept ourselves in order to be who we really are. And in order to get what we really want, what we truly want, we must be who we truly are. That's how it works. I want you to actually write that down right now. So write that down. In order to get what I truly want, I must be who I truly am. Period. End of story. And I was, I can vouch for this time over and over time and time again for my experiences because when I was being fake, guess what? I was attracting that likeness. I was attracting that vibration. And I was constantly left feeling exhausted. So because it's exhausting trying not to be yourself. It's exhausting pushing against who you really are. That doesn't feel good. So I want you to do this. I have a little exercise for you, okay? Grab a pen and paper if you have a pen and paper. If you don't, then you can just grab your phone out and use your little notepad on your phone. And I want you to rank yourself. And this is how you see yourself, okay? Not what anyone else told you. This is you. You're ranking you from 1 to 10 with 10 being most confident and 1 being least confident on the four Bs. Okay, so you're like, Ashley, what are the four Bs? So the four Bs, by the way, if you're watching this on video, I am, believe it or not, like sitting in a 100 degree room right now. The air conditioning isn't working. This was not my outfit of choice. But you know, we're making it work because this is more important because you're more important. So the message is more important. Okay, the intention is always more important than the mechanism. Intention over mechanism, always. So grab pen and paper, write down these four Bs. First one is business. Write that down. Second one is beingness. Third is body. Fourth is bedroom. Okay, so before you rank yourself on these four Bs, I'm going to explain what each of them mean a little bit, okay? So business, that's kind of an obvious one, right? It's your career, your intelligence, your ambition, your success. That's business. Your beingness is who you be with yourself behind closed doors and who you be with other people, all right? Who you be. Your body is, of course your body, your appearance, your looks, and the bedroom 
my personal favorite, <laughs> is sexuality, your sexuality and your sensuality. So your connection to your sensuality and your sexuality as a woman. Okay? So rank yourself from 1 to 10 on each of those. Now, as you're doing that, I'm going to share a little bit about where I was to where I am now. So let's just go with the first one, business. I was probably at like a five with business because I was consistently discounting myself and I was doubting my abilities and I went through a lot of imposter syndrome where it's like I felt like there's no way I could actually be this. There's no way I could actually do this. They're going to find me out. I'm an imposter. This isn't real. Any day now I'm going to be found out. (laughs) I don't know if any of you can relate to that feeling, but I felt that a lot. And I put a five because I also, I was doing pretty well. I've always been very motivated and ambitious and driven and an overachiever when it comes to business. However, I was, like I said, discounting myself and doubting myself. And that was causing me a lot of exhaustion and feeling overworked and burnt out because I was always trying to prove myself, prove my value, prove that I was smart, prove that I was capable. But today, today, if I were to rank myself today, I am a 9 or a 10. And that is because I have, I mean, throughout the course of my career, especially over the last four years since I, done, I did the, the really deep work, the work that really transformed my life, I have doubled, tripled my prices And I'm making more money than I've ever made and I feel more on purpose and on fire than I've ever felt in what I'm doing. I'm not feeling exhausted and run down all the time like I used to. I'm feeling on fire and lit up. And that's all because I'm respecting my worth. I know my worth. I communicate my worth. And I know my values in business as well. I have values that I'm very, very, like for example, one of my big core values is integrity. So I will not work with someone if I feel that it, they are not an integrity. They're not an integrous person. That's very important to me. So if I feel like someone is, you know, kind of doing things for a surface reason, like doing things for money and doesn't really have the pure intention, mm-mm, not working with them. I used to work with anyone I could get my hands on because I was desperate, because I didn't have any values, I didn't have any boundaries, and I had really low self-worth. So I was working with people who, of course, were a reflection of that. So let's move down to beingness. This is is the one that I've had the biggest transformation on. So I suffered from severe anxiety disorder. I was diagnosed with severe anxiety disorder. I was popping meds every day for two years straight. And I had social anxiety. I had anxiety when I was by myself. I, I... Whenever I would go to networking events, I was that wallflower that would just be on her phone and disconnect from everybody. I was consistently betraying myself, so much self-betrayal, because I was trying to be someone else to fit in. As I said earlier, when I talked about my biggest activation, this is my biggest activation. So my anxiety was crippling. However, it wasn't actually, the anxiety was a symptom of something deeper. 
And that something deeper was what I told you about before was a lack of self-acceptance and a lack of self-love. That was having me be who I was being at that time, which was not me. It was an afraid, scared little girl who was trying to fit in desperately with everyone and in doing so wasn't fitting in everywhere. And I remember having to, when I would go on like dates or out in social events, I would have to drink alcohol in order to feel comfortable, in order to feel like I could sort of be myself. I had to get that liquid courage because I didn't have real courage. And the reason for that, here's the thing, guys. Actually, you know what? I'm going to save that to later because I have a big, a big breakthrough with all four of these Bs that I'm going to share at the very end. So make sure that you listen to the very end. Make sure you watch to the very end. So now with my beingness, it this is like the biggest transformation for me. I used to be scared to death to be on camera like this, to be recording, to be uh, speaking in front of people, giving presentations. No, I, I had, I would be shaking. I couldn't swallow. I was so nervous and I had bad anxiety. Now, as you guys know, that's all I do. <laughs> so it has been a massive transformation. And the only reason I, I have gotten to this point is because of the deep, uncomfortable work that I've done and continue to do, by the way. The work never stops. It's transformation is a lifestyle. It's a choice you make every single day. And now I'm a full-blown 10 here. I don't get, I, I'm myself in social situations and I don't really care if people accept or don't accept me. I care if I accept me because I know that also the odds of someone else accepting me are much more higher when I am accepting me. So it's just that there's another quote that I say all the time is, oh, people can only, people can only value you as much as you value yourself. Everything is a reflection. We're literally walking around and there's mirrors all around us, especially right now, you guys. Right now we're under a freaking, they're like magnifying glass mirrors, you know, with COVID and like being quarantined and all the things. It's, it's, it's all reflections around you. Your surroundings, your outside is generated from your inside. That's how it works. Okay, so now let's go into body and appearance. This is a really interesting one. So for body and appearance... <laughs> I was probably a five back in the day, and and here's why. I would look in the mirror, even though I was, so growing up, let me just, I'm going all over the place now. Growing up, I was super insecure about my body. I was teased, taunted, and bullied because of my body. People would call me toothpick, skinny, um, parallel lines. They would make jokes about my breasts saying, Ashley, your boobs are growing the wrong way. They're concave. Or Ashley, what do you and rocks that skip across the water have in common? They're both flat. Ha! And they would all laugh and everyone would, And me, I'm mortified. I remember I would run home crying. Um, I remember my girlfriends, I'll never forget this day where I wasn't able to go to a sleepover. And one of the girls was like, oh, no, no. Ashley was there, you guys. You just didn't see her because she was turned sideways. Like all those you know, and, and kids are just being kids. Unfortunately, I didn't see it that way at the time. It affected me tremendously. I had held on to that in all 
parts of my body and my being. And uh, that had me feeling really just not confident when it came to how I looked and my body. And so when I started blossoming in latter half, probably the last year of high school going into college, I was working out and I really started blossoming. I really did challenge myself and put everything into seeing what my body could really do. And I ended up getting some curves and I ended up getting out of kid sizes because I was wearing double zeros in kid sizes all through high school. And um, I remember, I'll never forget this moment in, in college, this girl came up to me, this woman, and she's very popular in high school. I mean, sorry, in college. And she was like, hey, you're really pretty. We should be friends. In that moment, what I, the meaning that I attached to that moment was, oh, as long as I look like this, as long as I look pretty in her eyes, in their eyes, then I'll be accepted. So then what did I do? I started placing all of my worth, all of my worth into my body, into my appearance. I became obsessed. I became obsessed. I would just pick myself apart in the mirror, every little thing. I was obsessed with my appearance. And I remember I would – I wonder if you – if any ladies listening can can say that you've done this too. If you have, you should screenshot this and or send me a DM or whatever on Instagram. I would skip school and pretend I was sick if I got like any pimples on my face. <laughs> if I didn't look good, if I felt like I looked bad, I would skip school. That's how much I felt I, – that's how much emphasis I was putting into my looks. Anyways, so um, – and this lasted for a long time. This lasted for a lot of my young adult life and I would – I when Facetune came out, I was Facetuning all my photos. Um, you know, I used to be super picky about what I posted. Fast forward to today, I am so like some some of the stuff I post you guys and that my team makes before, like back in the day, if that were to go up, I'd be like, no, like it doesn't look perfect. It needs to look perfect. Now I'm just like, no, that's me. It's cool. Like everyone has their days. Like I'm good. I love me. You know, I don't, it's not about my looks. I am not my body. <laughs> you are not your body. It is actually the most surface part about you. It's the most surface part about you. Okay. So I'm really, <laughs> I'm at this place now where I know now that I have so much more to offer than my body. That's like the least. I have so much more to offer. So I'm far less critical. Because I, I, I know that that's not all my value. <laughs> and so um, anyways, it's just such a shift when you start thinking about it like that. You There's so much more to you. If you resonate to struggling with your body and appearance as you're listening to this right now, know, just know that this is just a fraction, a sliver of who you are and it's the least it's the most temporary it's the most surface and so once you break through that and go deeper and start seeing oh wow I'm this 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 and that like I'm one thing that I used to reject about myself you guys is my goofiness 
and like you know sometimes I talk in British accents for no reason and I'm like weird and I sometimes snort when I laugh and sometimes I say, say like weird things or whatever. I used to reject my personality altogether. And that was from moments of growing up and people making fun of things I said and things like that, right? So I started to mute myself and not say as much and and because I was scared that people would think that I, what I was saying was weird and I was weird. Now I, I'm, I'm weird. Like, I, I'm weird and that's just me, okay? So, hey, like, weird gang. Who else is going to be weird with me? Like, let's be weird together. Like, I, I would rather be weird than, like, beige and bland and boring. So I'm weird and I own it now. My, I just want to say real quick, so my brother... Tony, he has a channel called Samurai Kibiji on, on YouTube. You should check it out. He's blowing up on there. It's so cool to see. His channel says, be geek. This is his slogan. Be geek, be proud, be awesome. And I just love it because my brother, he's a total geek. He's a total geek. He's like, you know, watches anime movies and he gets so into it and all this stuff. But he owns it. He owns it. No one can use something against you if you own it and you're proud of it and you love that about you. You know what I'm saying? So be geek, be proud, be awesome. Be weird, be proud, be awesome. Okay, so now getting into the final category, the final most taboo, fun, spicy category, the bedroom, your sexuality, your sensuality. Now, let me just let me just uh, open up and tell you guys some a little bit of story time. So let's get into story time. So I used to, you know, I would wear lingerie, but, and let me know if you ladies can, can relate to this. I would wear the lingerie, and a lot of times, by the way, before I would wear lingerie for my man, I would, like, take, like, a shot or, like, have a glass of wine or, like, something to loosen me up, liquid courage, and I would kind of just, like, stand there and, like, feel really awkward and, like, what am I doing with my hands? And then I would like lay down on the bed and like, okay, I'm done. Okay, there you go. Right? Like how many, I know, like how many of you have been there, right? Where you're just like, okay, awkward. What do I do? Okay, no, okay, done. <laughs> so um, now, fast forward to now, my, so this is something that I do, and I'm sharing this. This is this is woman-to-woman talk. You know, as I introduced, if you heard the introduction in the beginning of this whole series, this is like raw, real girl talk. I mean, we're going in, and yeah, I'm sure there's a man listening somewhere, if not many. <laughs> but here goes here goes nothing. So I actually, for Gerard, my amazing boyfriend, my king, I put on full-blown shows for him Mm -hmm. like full-blown private shows he made this I don't know exactly what he said but he told me he feels like he has like the key to my like my the key to my safe like my safe of like ooh, what's in there like nobody else knows what's in there right nobody's else seen what's in there I should say right and he has that as my king. I like, I love it. And what I do, so I will go all out on this. And I do this, I would say, like maybe once a month, right? And I have these different characters that I bring out. These are expressions of me. And so I have Sapphire, who is like 
the blue or green, like bluish green lace. And she's like sensual and sexy and moves her body and like just like like a like a snake and just moves and twists and turns and that's sapphire okay and then i have electra electra is the dominatrix so i have full blown you know latex freaking a whip i had i have slick back hair like slick back you've seen in the movies where they have like the ponytail high ponytail with long um a long pony like straight hair I would do my hair like that and whip my hair around. I have my whip. So that's Electra. And uh, the newest addition is Delilah. Delilah is lace. She's she's sensual. She's sexy. She's kind of got this like, like um, what is the word? Like an elegance to her, right? Like an elegance, like a classiness to her. Sapphire has that too. Just Delilah is a little bit different. <laughs> these like personas and they are expressions of me like we are multifaceted women we have so many parts of us that are just waiting to be expressed and let out and when you let it out you are going to feel liberated you're going to feel free it's like it's like this feeling that takes over your body it's actually like out of body it's out of body and I don't have alcohol before I do these for Gerard and by the way I do it to two full songs Two full songs where I'm like two full songs I'm and I'm starting with like outfits on, right? And I'm stripping all the way down until the finally the big reveal of whatever my sexy lingerie is. But I'm doing the whole routine for him. I'm on the floor. I got one one time there was strobe I had strobe lights for sapphire, strobe lights everywhere, and like uh, music full blast, candles lit. I mean, I go all out. Private show. And it is the best feeling, let me tell you. I feel more connected to my sexuality and sensuality than I've ever felt before. Ever. It's the best. It feels so good as a woman to be tapped into that and to just feel so... And here's the thing. We talked about body and appearance, okay? So if any of you ladies listening, which I'm going to say is probably all of you because it's like very common, okay? It's probably most all of you. Uh, struggle with body confidence and 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 body confidence presence that kind of thing and sexuality sensuality if this kind of these two last categories like really you're like oh man I, I really do struggle here here's the thing that is really gonna I hope you take this in and actually this was told to me by a man Tony Gaskins Okay, Tony Gaskins, and I've not only just him, he landed it in a really powerful way. By the way, it was in an interview in my podcast. If you haven't heard that episode, listen to that episode with Tony Gaskins. If you have confidence issues and you want to hear from a man's perspective, listen to that episode. Go look for it, listen to it. Actually, we'll put the link in the show notes too, so it's quick, easy access for you guys. You don't have to go searching. He said that when he, like, he's seen like a really like, model-esque like you know per like this model-esque you know skinny whatever body walking in and the way that she carried herself was like was kind of like meh but he said then he was at the mall one day and he saw this like voluptuous beautiful woman but who was like not your typical standards of what society or like magazines and media would would you know say is model material or whatever right he was like, that woman was so sexy to me because of the way she carried herself. 
And if you read any of Alison Armstrong's work, who has been studying men for the last, I don't know, 40 years, maybe more than that, then she's pulled thousands of men. They all come back. Guess what the number one sexiest trait for a man and a woman is? Just guess. I wonder if you can guess it. Confidence. Confidence. The way you carry yourself. I promise you, he is not going to notice even an eighth or a tenth of what you critique yourself about. No one is, actually. It's just you. So when you get to that point of full acceptance of yourself and you radiate that out, girl, you are going to own the stage. You are going to own the bedroom. And that, that is sexy. That is true sensuality right there. So remember that. Own it, rock it, that is sexy. You feel me? All right, so if you ended up, when you rated yourself in these things, if you rated yourself anything less than a 10, anything less than a 10, I want you to ask yourself, what is in the way? Why am I not a 10? What is stopping you from being a 10? Like journal on this. This is a journal prompt for you guys. What is stopping you? What is in the way? What's in the gap? What's missing? What is stopping you from being a 10 in all four of those dimensions? And I'd say the most common thing that I hear is FOPO. Fear of other people's opinions. Fear of what other people think. (laughs) AKA judgment and rejection. And here's the thing. You need to be okay with judgment and rejection. It's going to happen. It's a fact of life. It's reality. People judge. People reject. It has, guess what? Nothing to do with you and everything to do with their own world reality. Don't have to be your world reality. Okay? So you need to be okay with judgment and rejection. You need to stop making sure that everyone likes you. And you need to quit playing it safe so that you won't make a fool out of yourself. You feel me? Because it's out of your control. Like I said, it's their worldview. It's their perception. It's their reality. It's their choices, not yours. People are out of your control. You cannot control the way other people perceive anything. But you can control yourself. You can accept yourself. So focus, take your focus away from other people. Take your focus away from them, put it back on you. Focus on accepting you. Make peace with the parts of you that you've been fighting. Love the parts of you that you've been resenting and resisting and shaming. This is the only way that you will become fully activated and fully expressed free. Self-expression is so critical because when you're fully self-expressed, you become magnetic. You become incredibly attractive to the people that you want to be attractive to. To the people you authentically, deeply, truly want to be attracted to, you'll be so attractive to them because you are being you. 
And remember, in order to get what you want, you first need to be who you are. You'll feel authentic. You'll feel in alignment with who you are. You'll no longer feel that consistent, drained, exhausted feeling because it's exhausting trying to be something that you're not. You're going against the grain. You're literally like, it's like a wave coming. It's like a wave in the ocean. And you're literally trying to push against the wave and like push against it, fight it. That's exhausting and there's no point. There's no point. The wave is coming. The wave is a wave. <laughs> Ride the wave. Be the wave. And of course, happiness and enjoyment. When you're fully expressed, when you're fully activated as you in all parts of you, you're going to feel so much joy and freedom. Joy and freedom. What is life but to be free and to enjoy it? And with that, we out. I love you. Have an amazing day. If this episode spoke to you, and especially if you are a driven, ambitious woman who is ready to dive deep so you can rise up to the next level and become truly unstoppable against any and all obstacles in your way, go to femaleonfire.net now. It is time to reignite that spark inside of you so you can radiate it out. Those parts of you that have been lying dormant, that you've been hiding, muting, shaming, it's time to reignite that flame inside of you so you are lit up from the inside out, irresistible, magnetic, in command of every room and every situation, and no one ever, ever forgets your name. Go to www.femaleonfire.net. That's femaleonfire.net or click the link in the show notes to learn more. You can also shoot me a DM on Instagram that says FOF for Female on Fire now. And as always, thank you so much for listening and especially for rating, reviewing, and sharing the episode. You're amazing. I love you. Have a powerful day.